I hear a couple of my youth leaders have been listening to Christmas music ever since July. I don't know about you, that just seems wrong to me. But we're excited. We're excited for the music. We're excited for the decorations, the lights, the food, the gifts. We all know that Christmas isn't just about the gifts, right? And yet it is about the gift, the greatest gift, right? And we've been talking about that for a month now as we've been talking about this incredible gift of hope that God has given us. Hope came. Hope came to offer the promise of hope. A world that was lost in darkness because it walked away from God has seen a great light. Hope came to serve. Jesus came and humbled Himself. The one who should have have been served by everyone got down and took the basin and the towel and served us in the most profound way possible. Hope came to seek and to save people enslaved by their own sin, stuck on a path towards everlasting punishment. They've had their chains broken and their sin forgiven as the perfect one sought them out and rescued them by laying down his own life in their place. Hope came to destroy the works of darkness. Where lies were abundant, truth came crashing in. Where death was wreaking havoc, hope came and conquered. And hope came to give eternal life. Pastor Rick talked about this morning. Where death reigned in the world because of our sin, Jesus came to give life and to give it abundantly, to give it eternally. The gift that has been given is spectacular. I mean, this is a gift that, I mean, winning the lottery does not compare because all the money in the world can and will be taken away. But this gift can never be taken away. It's a gift that causes us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you and for me. This is what Christmas is all about, right? Actually, there's more. There's more. Because the gift that has been given is not the end. If, If it's just about the gift, then we're missing something. Just like those nine lepers who were healed by Jesus and never turned around to return to say thank you, Christmas isn't about grabbing our gifts and running. It's about what the gift leads us to do. Have you ever thought about why we give gifts? Is it just because it's the thing to do? Everybody's doing it, so we need to do it as well. This is actually something that psychologists and anthropologists, economists, marketers have been pondering for some time. One article in the New York Times back in 2007 says that giving gifts is a surprisingly complex and important part of human interaction helping to define relationships and strengthen bonds with family and friends. Giving gifts, it accomplishes something. It has an effect that is far bigger than the gift itself. According to this article, it helps us understand 
which relationships are more significant than others. And it helps remind us of how special and important and close those relationships are. And and parents, we know this, right? What are we going to be reminding our children uh, tonight and, and tomorrow as they receive gifts? We're going to be reminding them to say, thank you, right? And we have to remind them over and over and over again. But why do we do that? We do it because we know that the gift is not the most important thing. It's, it's the one giving the gift. It's that special relationship that is there, that exists with the giver. The giver deserves to be thanked, to be praised, to be singled out and acknowledged for the selfless, undeserved, wonderful thing that they have done. And and in the same way, Christmas is, to a certain extent, it's about the gift that was given, but it's about so much more than that. It's about the glory that's given to the giver. It's about the glory that is given to the giver. You see, hope came to offer the promise of hope. Came to serve. Came to seek and save. To destroy those works of darkness. To give eternal life. But ultimately, hope came to give glory to God. That's what the angels announced to the shepherds in the field that night. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. And what were they saying? Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. The great gift had come. Those who had no peace would be given peace with God. And and what was the response that they were to have? That, That all the universe was to have as this great gift unfolded before our eyes. Glory to God in the highest. In John 17, 1, just before the greatest gift would do what he had come to do and go to the cross, Jesus, he says, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that the Son may glorify you. Jesus had come humbly. He came as a helpless child, a suffering servant. But now, on the verge of stepping into that darkest moment, the deepest, most public, most excruciating, much most crucial part of his mission, he would meet humanity's greatest need, offer the greatest gift, and bring to both himself and the Father who sent him the greatest reason for praise. Parents encourage their kids to say thank you when they're given a gift because they know that the giver is more important than the gift. They don't want their children thinking that it's all about them, that that they somehow get these gifts because they deserve these gifts. They are not the most important part of Christmas, right? Friends, you and I are not the most important part of Christmas. We're the recipients 
of the greatest gift, but we're not the one who deserves the spotlight or the praise. If all we do is take the gifts and run, then we've missed, we've completely missed what it's all about. It's all about the glory of the giver. The forgiveness that Christ came to give us wasn't so that we could have some type of get out of jail free card and go our merry way. It was so that our relationship with our Creator might be restored, that we might know Him and give Him the glory He deserves. In fact, in John 17 again, verse 3, Jesus says, and this is eternal life. He's going to describe the the main point, the the central piece of, of what eternal life is all about. This is eternal life, he says, that they know you the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. It's about the relationship that's been healed. It's it's about a people who were once alienated from God, now knowing Him personally. And to know God personally is, is to be blown away in awe of Him and to give Him glory. The forgiveness that we receive, the the eternal life that we're given, the restoration that we experience, the hope that we now have, all of that exists that we might know the giver and give Him the glory and the honor that He deserves. That's what Christmas is all about. Do you know Him? If you don't, you can by acknowledging your sin and trusting in that work that Jesus came and accomplished by dying on the cross in your place, rising from the dead, you can receive the greatest gift that has ever been given and have your relationship with God restored and glorify God in your own life for the first time this evening. I pray that you do that. And a second question Are we giving him the glory, the praise that he deserves? As we exchange our own gifts, remind each other of the greatest gift. Let's join the chorus and give glory to the one who is worthy of all praise, all honor, all glory forever and ever. Amen. Would you pray with me? Father, we are are so humble because as we speak of Jesus Christ, we speak of that which we do not deserve, not by a long shot, to have you send your son to give his life for us is unbelievable. You have been so good to us, Lord. And we want to praise you tonight. We want to give you the glory that you deserve. Lord, may our our lives, our hearts, our voices, everything that we are, may that point in praise to you. And as we sing these next few songs in a moment outside, Lord, we pray that it would be a sweet sound in your ears. We love you. Thank you for Christmas. Thank you for your son. Thank you that we have the opportunity
to join with the angels in heaven in singing, singing glory and honor to you and you alone. We love you and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Christ Community Church of Laguna Hills. For more information and resources from Christ Community, visit us at www.ccclh.org.